The Hawks on the Wing. Come along, folks, and listen for a spell. Here's Hawk Larrabee with a tale to tell. Come a tie, yippee, 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 yippee. The Hawk's Whistle signals another exciting episode in the story of Hawk Larrabee, starring Elliot Lewis with Barton Yarborough and the Plainsman, and produced and directed by William N. Robeson. Come a tie, yippee, 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 come a tie, yippee, yippee. This don't look so good, Hawk. Seems like suddenly your name is mud in Silver Bowl. If you done what they say you done, I can't say I blame them. I know, Brazos. Usually when trouble shows up, I know how to deal with it. This is something different. This is something you can't fight with a six-shooter. Yes, the hawk's on the wing, and Hawk Larrabee's riding high in the saddle. We're in for excitement, so why don't you stay? This Larrabee feller has plenty to say. Even for a little cow pen rancher like me, the drive to the shipping station is the climax of the year's work. Brazos and I had joined our small herd with those of several other little ranches for the drive. Altogether, there were about 200 head churning up the trail dust so she could scarcely see your saddle horn. Oh, we sure will cut this dust when we get back to Silver Bowl. We'll have something to celebrate. Our first beef herd punched down the trail. With all these ranchers coming back with money in their pokes, they'll get quite a reception, I'll bet. Well, just so it's the right kind. There's two kinds of reception, killing the fatted calf for you, or a different kind of killing. I don't imagine you'd mind either. Seems like you almost enjoy a shootout. Oh, me and trouble gets along comfortable. Either way, fiesta or fight, I sure am homesick. Whoopie tie, I owe, get along, you little doggies. It's your misfortune and none of my own. When you drive your first beef herd down the trail to the shipping station, you're a cowpuncher breathing dust and eating it and sleeping with dust for your pillow. When you come back from the shipping station, you aren't a cowboy anymore, you're a cowman. Of course, there's still dust in your throat, but there's money in your jeans and plenty of places to spend it. When Brazos and I rode back to Silver Bow, we felt like we owned the town. It was four days since we'd been gone, and every man we saw in town seemed like a long-lost brother. Oh, here comes old Sandy Williams and his missus. Hiya, Sandy, you old rooster. Howdy, ma'am. Hi, Brazos. Howdy, folks. Sure good to see you again. We just got back to town. What do you know about that? Didn't say a word. His old woman stuck her nose up. I never did take the she stuff. They answered you, but looked straight ahead when I said howdy. Oh, just deep seems like. They didn't hear you. Of course they heard me. Friends of mine, too. Oh, well, forget them. Oh, here comes Plenty Moss. Hey, Brazos. How's the alfalfa coming, Plenty? We just got back to town and... Well, I'll be another one of my friends. I helped him drive off those lazy M cowhands who cut his barbed wire, and now he's yeah, right... Yeah, and now he's turned deep. Well, he's a church-going gent. I can understand if he cuts me. I got me a reputation for being a scallywag, but you, why... Why, he didn't even answer you. There's a bunch of herders from one of the big outfits. My friends don't say hello. Maybe my enemies will. Hi there, gents. Hot enough for you? We'll make it hot enough for you, That's more like it. I like to be answered when I say hello. Yeah, but did you hear what they called you? You ain't standing for no such talk without... Hold it, Brazos. They didn't call you anything. Well, ain't you going to fight? Not yet. Something mighty strange in this town. What well, I ask Buck Wheeler over here at the feed store? Hi, Buck. Getting some grain for your calves? I said, Buck Wheeler, are you getting some grain? 
You're not talking to me, Larrabee. What do you think I'm talking to, that Hitchin Post? Maybe. Maybe the Hitchin Post won't object to being seen talking to you. Well, I'll Listen, be. Buck. You're my neighbor. Your outfit and mine are next to each other without any fences. We got the same things to fight together. So maybe you'll help me now. I wouldn't help you if a bunch of Mojaves came to burn down your outfit, Larrabee. And there ain't no man in this town low enough to help you. Did you forget me, you old hopper grass? Maybe a horse thief like you would help him, yes. If you wasn't an old man, I'd just burn off them whiskers of yourn, Buck Wheeler. Stay out of this a few minutes longer, Brazos. Then maybe we'll start fighting. Sure, sure. Start fighting me, why don't you? I'm an old man, too. Only, only I ain't blind. It's only a blind man you have nerve enough to rob. Blind man? No blind man in this town. Except... You don't mean Chuckalock Jones. Who do you think I mean? You know well enough who you robbed. Don't talk to me. I'm going home to put up a fence between our outfits. A fence that'll keep out the smell of the wind. Chuckalock Jones. So that's what's in the air. Oh, Chuckalock. He must have told him about it. About what, huh? Well, don't you remember a couple of nights before we put up our trail herd, Chuck and I played a friendly game and I won his last cent. Well, who'd blame you for that? Chuck must have told it around town that you cheated him, honorary little penny-ante toad frog. Well, wait till I find him. I'll make him tell the truth. I'll burn off his ears. We've got to I... find him first. Well, maybe he's at the gold bar house. Good idea. We can cool off at the same time. The gold bar house was the heart of Silver Bow. Kind of a meeting place for everybody. Being a rooming house and eating house, besides a dance hall, it catered to pretty nearly everybody, including sheepmen. That's what I felt like when we walked in. A despised sheep man. It was like the friendly warmth of the place suddenly turned into the cold of winter. What? Well, how you like that? We sure getting the cold shoulder, all right. Nobody will even look at us, let alone speak. Even Pedro, the barkeep. Hey, Pedro, some service over here. I'll shake you for two smiles, Pedro. Pass the shake box. I got no time to shake. Who pay for these drinks? You mean you aren't shaking with us? Listen here, you jug-headed little squirt. That's the insult. Hold it, Brazos. No rough stuff. But this honoring little wart here... Everybody here figures Pedro's got a right to shake the dice with anybody he pleases. Or not so, if he pleases. Well, look here, you lantern-jawed buzzards. I don't know what this is all about, but I'm gonna find out. Right now. If it's a fight you want, you got it, so come on. Wait a minute, Brazos. Put your gun away. Nobody's got anything against you. Nobody's gonna fight you. Step up to the bar and have one on me. I want to know what this is all about. You'll find out. In the meantime, step up, have a smile. Well, Brazos was hogtied. He didn't know how to figure it. While he was trying to make up his mind, I stood alone, staring at myself in the bar mirror. I saw a long horse face with hollow black eyes, a big mouth, the face of a tragic actor playing a part on the stage. I got a funny feeling like I was dreaming. Then I realized I wasn't staring at my own face in the mirror at all, but at a gloomy-looking gent who'd sidled up beside me. He nudged me easy. Greetings to you, my lonely friend. Let's enjoy a libation together. So there's one man in town who'll drink with me. Ah, yes. A friend in need. Edwin Crane, tragedian and legitimanist, joins you. As the bard says, misery loves company. Ed. Two drafts of the nectar of which dreams are made, said Padro. I knew well enough that this blowfly had swallowed his pride so he could catch a drink because that's what he'd been doing in town for the past month. Maybe he'd been a good actor once, crossing the plains, giving shows in the cow towns, but in Silver Bow, he got to the end of his rope. I reached in my jeans for some silver as Pedro squinted at us. I ask again, Horace, 
Who is paying for this drink? Hearken to the custodian of dreams. I ask again, hombres, who is paying for this drink? And now we shall confound him, for it is I, my good fellow, who pays. Now watch, out of the blue appears the necessary four bits. Thus, presto. And for our piece of gold, the red eye. Oh, the red eye. The nectar for gods and outcasts alike. Your health, me noble friend. So now you're treating me. For repayment for the many times you have so served me, when due to the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, I found myself thrown upon the charity of such worthy comrades. I guess I didn't appreciate you enough, Crane. Seems you're the only man in this bar who'll speak to me. Ah, you're not what these fair-weather friends may think. As for me, sir, methinks there is something rotten in the state of Denmark. I don't quite follow you, but anyway, thanks. It is nothing, dear friend. I could a tale unfold, but uh, <clears throat> may I inquire, sir, when are you taking leave of this miserable sun-baked clod of earth? This, this sterile promontory of hatred and stupidity. I reckon you mean Silver Bow. Exactly. I myself was on my way to San Francisco to join the Edmund Everett Grand Shakespearean troupe when I lost my, uh, <clears throat> was forced to a temporary sojourn on this unfriendly shore. However, now I will continue my journey. And I was thinking perhaps we might follow the trail beyond the horizon together. I'm not trailing anywhere, Crane. I'm staying on this range. Not on this range, Larrabee. Just what do you mean by that, Bleak Top? Chuck a look, Jones here will tell you what I mean. As if you needed telling. But first, I'm talking. Better get out of this town, Larrabee, before you get the hemp. I can't arrest you, being there's no legal injury committed. But you pulled the orneriest trick I ever saw in all my 30 years of sheriff. What foul words are these, the tyrant spit? Ed Crane, you stay out of this, you long-winded coyote. Now get out. Out. Out, brief candle. Life is but a walking shadow. I'm waiting to hear what you got to tell, Chuckaluck. Well, why tell you when you know every word All I it? know is you came to my shack four or five nights ago and we had a little game. You admit he came to your shack. Sure, I admit it. And I won his money. He always won before, and now the first time he gets broke, he squawks. I'm squawking about you jumping my claim and leaving me in the desert to die. Leaving you where? As if you don't know. But uh, I don't know. Brazos and I were down to the shipping station four days trailing. Hey, Brazos, come here and listen to this. Chuck says I left him out in the desert. It happened the day before you took your beef herd on the trail. I got the time figured out exact. You gents have an argument? It don't concern you, Brazos. But being your Larrabee's partner, maybe you ought to know who you're riding with. Go on, Chuck, tell him everything. Uh, sure, brothers ought to know. And this whole range is going to know. All you gents in this cantina, listen to me. I was on my way to my diggings when Hawk Larrabee followed me. How'd you notice him when you can't see? It was noon and the sun was blazing. And I can always see pretty good when there's plenty of light. Tell us what happened, Chuck. Hawk asked me for a drink of water, being his canteen was dry. I heard him drinking and the canteen gurgling like he was filling his sombrero to water his horse. I told him it was my last water, and he handed the empty canteen back to me and then jumped to his horse. And your own horse, Chuckaluck. Just what happened to your own horse? I heard it loping after Larrabee. He must have had the reins, but that I couldn't see. I'm just telling you what I know. But you know much more than you're telling, Chuckaluck. What more does anyone want to hear? I was left without water in the dry wash of Death Creek 
where the sun will bake a man's brains out in 30 minutes. A right good yarn. Best I ever heard since I was a kid listening to Jack and the Beanstalk. What's the rest of it? Maybe you don't know the rest of it, Larrabee. So I'll tell it. It was just by the grace of providence that Chuckaluck didn't die before he was found by a stray man riding for the Tumbling D. The tumbling D? Doxy's outfit. I see how the hand's stacking up. It's beginning to make a pat hand. What difference does it make who found him? There's lots of Doxy's stray stuff drifts down the Death Creek Wash. But it was one of Doxy's riders found Chuck dying of thirst. No horse, no water. And you ain't denying it. What's the use of denying it? Chuck's words against mine. Chuck's got the ears of a hound dog and the whole town will believe him. Uh, of course we believe him. Now, you men stand back. Stand back, I tell you. If Chuck had died, it'd be different. We can't hang Larrabee for murder. Besides which, Chuck got his horse back, found it straggling in the desert. So we can't hang him for horse thieving either. I said stand back, everybody. There's to be no smoke here. And that means you too, Brazos. Me? I ain't even touched my holster. If Hawk done a thing like that to a half-blind little gent like Chuckaluck Jones, I wouldn't never speak to him myself again. You heard that, Hawk. I heard it, Brazos. If you want, don't want to be dancing in there, Larry, you better slope fast and never show your face in this town again. Don't go away, partner, we're telling you why there's more to this story than meets with the eye. Hawk Larrabee will return in just a moment. Powder River, letter buck, a surgeon, massive cattle. Roundup wagons full of chuck and horns and hoofs of rattle. Steers and doggies, beefs and broncs, heaving flanks a quiver. Hear the wranglers, yip will be hurrah for Powder River. Clouds of dust and ropes of whirls, snug and broncs are standing. Beller and maggots holding down, every outfit's branding. Deep the mud and cold the rain, loud the claps of thunder. Slickers knife for buckaroos and waddies crawling under. Herders left and herders right, broncs and cutting horses. Sugans under starry skies and wagons for the bosses. Old Chinook a changing west, angry bulls a booming. Ark above the feeding grounds, the Rocky Mountains looming. Thundering hoofs across the range, sunburn hides and faces. Twisters spinning east and west and cowboys running races. Scratch your bronc, you riding fools, a big yippee they'll give her. They're wild and woolly and full of fleas and bound for Powder River. And now, back to Hawk Larrabee. When I walked out of the gold bar house, I thought that crowd would throw a shot or two between my shoulder blades. But no one followed me for the simple reason that the town marshal stood at the door and held them back. One woozy cowboy managed to throw a bottle which whizzed past me and smashed against the water truck. I was sure at the lowest spot a man ever reached without a friend in the world. Not even that one-time bandit, Brazos John. Oh, wait a minute. I turned around. There was Brazos following me. We looked at each other like two roosters priming themselves for a good fight. And Brazos took a few steps toward me. I want to talk to you, Hulk. Thought it was adios between you and me, Brazos. And there's something else between me and you that I ain't forgot. A while back, this whole town figured that I changed the brands on a stray cow. And there wasn't a man jack on the whole darn range that believed me. Except you. I'm not asking you to believe anything, Brazos. Didn't say I was believing you against Chuckaluck. Not yet. But look, Hawk. There's a way I'm gonna prove you innocent. You wouldn't leave that half-blind Chuckaluck out there in the desert to dry up like a tromped-on toad frog without you had some reason. This whole town thinks it knows the reason. Chuck found some ore specimens, which the assayer judged high grade. 
He was heading out to stake his claim when this trick was played on him. And whoever played the trick was a claim jumper, ain't that reasonable? And you're figuring I'm the claim jumper. No, that's just it. Suppose the claim jumper figured that Chuck Luck is dead of thirst and couldn't tell no tales. Well, he'd ride right straight from the diggings to the recorder's office to post his location notice. I see what you're driving at. The recorder, Slim Barker, he'll tell us. Come on, Hawk. Recorder's office just across the street. That's where we'll get it to truth. It was a good feeling to know one man in town who refused to believe anything bad about me. Brazos was so anxious to get the proof of my innocence that he ran ahead of me and rushed into Slim Barker's office like a road agent holding up the works. I got in there as the recorder was looking through his files and right, talking. Sir, location notice right here. Hawk Larrabee brought in himself. Hawk who? Why, you just a triple-plated liar, Slim Barker. Liar, you call me. Well, who else would be filing location notice for Larrabee if it weren't him? Read that paper. Yeah. Uh, notice is hereby given the undersigned citizen of the USA has this day located and claimed the following described placer mining... Let me see that paper, brothers. Yeah. It's signed Hawk Larrabee. And it's your own handwriting, just like on your bills of sale for cows. Yeah, it looks like my signature. Who gave you this notice, Barker? Why, you did. What are you asking fool questions for? When did I give it to you? Last Tuesday. There's the date on the notice. You came as I was closing up for the night. But I filed it for a lift. I'm still calling you a Wait, triple liar, you... Now, you listen, Slim, let's hear that again. You say, I gave you this notice? Yeah, and you gave it fast and then turned and walked off. Maybe you figured I wouldn't recognize you, but uh, there was still enough light. I see better than Chuckaluck. Well, ain't you denying it, Hawk? I... I want to find Chuckaluck Jones first. Hope you're satisfied now, brothers. You sure picked a 17-button rattler for a partner. No, I ain't satisfied. Wait, Hawk, I'm coming. Still willing to be seen walking with me, Brazos? Well, maybe yes and maybe no. What you want to find Chuck Luck for? To twist his leather neck until he squawks the truth, that's what. Well, then... Then you telling me that you didn't file that location notice? What do you think? Well, I... <clears throat> Throat's kind of alkaline for talking. I need me a drink. That's Jake with me. We'll step into the gold bar. Hawk, if you go in there, that crowd will make a lead pig out of you. I'll have my gun out and you'll be behind me. Or will you? Well, Hawk, you... You approve the slimiest two-spot lizard on this range. I won't walk with you or drink with you or even talk to you. But I sure will fight for you. Then come on. Into the gold bar. I'm looking for Chuckaluck Jones. He ain't here. And what you indicating that gun at me for? And if he's not here, I'm talking to you. Every man in this cantina, every man in this town is going to hear it before I'm through. One of the big cow outfits hired Chuckaluck Jones to make up this gauzy yarn about me. Well, listen, Hawk, that, that don't match up with what we just found out at the land office. Everything will match up when Chuckaluck tells the truth. If he doesn't tell it, I'll blast it out of him with this gun. Oh, now, Hawk, I'm objecting to that. Little Chuckaluck's a friend of mine. Besides, he's half blind. That don't change him. Being a slimy little snake will do anything for money. Even cold deck me, the best friend he ever had. If you came in here looking for Chuckaluck, you're wasting your time. No one in here will tell you where he is. You don't have to tell me. I know where to find him. Come on, Brazos, he'll be in his shack at sundown cooking his evening bait. Wait just a minute, Hawk. If you go shoving a poor little coot like Chuckaluck around and threatening to smoke him up, well, then I am through. I don't need your help, Brazos. I can handle that little centipede alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
One moment, Mr. Larrabee. My good friend. Wait. Ah, double bubble toil and trouble. Mind if I walk with you, my good friend? Still calling me a friend, Crane? To be or not to be, that is the question. It depends upon a point of honor, sir. You, uh, you're not really going to hurt little Chocolate Jones, are you? Not if he tells the truth. And if he sticks to this tale told by an idiot? Then I'll... No, I won't hurt him. I blew up when I was facing that crowd in the gold bar. Didn't think what I was saying. Of course I won't hurt a half-blind little shorthorn like Chuckaluck. Then blow winds and crack your cheeks. The point is settled. I'm your friend. Uh, shall we plan to travel to San Francisco together? We could start tonight at sundown. No, because a little after sundown... I'm going to Chuckaluck's shack on Skull Flats. I'm not leaving until I find out the truth. And after that, the dead you. After that, someone's going to get run out of this town in a pine box. Spout some Shakespeare about that, Mr. Crane. I shall. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Those words of the broken-down actor Edwin Crane kept ringing in my ears as I waited for dusk to come to Skull Flats. It was a forking of the trails in my life. What I was doing was plenty drastic, taking the bull by the horns and a longhorn bull at that. Dusty death. That was what was in the air as I started walking to Chuckaluck's tar-papered shack. I hear him coming now, gents. I don't hear nothing. Yes, I do. Why, he's walking. Walking instead of riding. Should have had his horse ready for sloping. He won't be sloping nowhere if he touches Chuckaluck. You go in your shack, Chuck. Light a lantern so he can see you. Uh, but what if he takes a pot shot at me through the window? I'll tend to that the minute it slaps leather. Get behind this rain barrel, Brazos, and keep low. There's still some red light in the sky. Just the right light for sharpshooting. Here he comes. He's drawn his gun. He's going to throw a shot through the window. No, he ain't. Put your hands up, Hawks. Throw the air, Larry. What you talking about, Blink Top? My hand stays where it is and there's a gun in it. Don't walk out in the open, Brazos. I ain't going to be bluffed this easy. Remember what I said, Brazos. If you come a step closer, I'll shoot. Well, I'm coming, Hawk. Stay back, Brazos. I'm warning. Stop. Stop. My, my hand. Where'd that shot come from? Not from me. Hold oh, up. It come from over yonder behind that water trough. Don't pick up that gun, Larry. Now, maybe I'll put up your hands. I I can't. My hand, a slug smashed it. His gun hands took in blood. It wasn't me that throwed that shot, Hawk. What? Well, you ain't acting like Hawk Larry. Be whimpering that away. The man who shot you is hiding behind that water trough. Find out who it is, Brazos, while I doctor up this vomit. It ain't necessary. Standing up behind a trough coming in. It. What? That's Hawk. That's Hawk Larrabee. What are you talking about? Here's Hawk right here. Somebody been feeding me loco weed. I'm seeing double. There's two Hawks. You're right, brothers. There's two of us. Me and this imitation Hawk I shot in the hand. Well, I'll... I'll be hornswoggled. I can't believe my eyes. Hey, hey Chuckalock, bring that lantern out here. Uh, I'm coming, Bleak Top. I know there's something wrong about this sniveling coyote here. Uh, what's happened, Bleak Top? I don't know. We come here to protect you from Hawk Larrabee, and we find two of them. Hold that lantern here to his face. Come on, sit up on Rick. Turn your face so as I can see it. Pretty good makeup. Long nose, wig. And this tall, peaked sombrero. I, 
I could have sworn it was you, Larrabee. Uh, but to just who is it? The he? man who stole my saddle horse and rode out to the desert to steal your water, Chuck. He's the man who forged my name to your location notice. Yes, but his voice, it was you. There's one man in this town who can imitate my voice and any other voices he has a mind to. He was paid to impersonate me and play that trick on you so I'd be kicked off this range. Yes, but I can't see him. Who is it? Wait till I take off this putty from his nose, then we'll see. I knew this was the man hired to frame me because he had money for drinks for the first time in a month. You slipped up doing that, Mr. Crane. It's Edwin Crane, not that play actor. Well, I'll be good, gosh darn. But if you knew this whizzer was being pulled on you, Larrabee, why didn't you come and tell me? Oh, believe me. The only man on this range who would have believed me was Brezos John, but I was afraid he'd start shooting before I had this lizard trapped. But you announced in the gold bar that you was coming up here to give little Chuck a luck a laugh. I wanted Crane to impersonate me again so he'd get him red-handed. When he heard me threatening to kill Chuck, it was his chance to do some shooting and get me blamed for it. Please, please, gentlemen. I'm not well. Me very lifeblood is heavy. <laughs> what are you gentlemen going to do with me? Get you to a bunk and call a medico to fix that wound. Oh. It is not as wide as a barn door, nor deep as a well, but twill serve, twill serve. For this relief, much thanks. It is bitter cold, and I am sick at heart. You should be. It was Rance Doxy paid you to do this, wasn't it? Aye. Me poverty, but not me will, consented. You can't talk any other way, can you, even when you're hurt? All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. Believe me, gentlemen, this has been the bitterest role of all. And I am undone. Gentlemen, herewith cracks a noble heart. I know a little Shakespeare myself. The quality of mercy is not strained. It falleth as a gentle rain from heaven. You... You mean... I mean, there's nothing you can hold Crane on, is there, Bleak Top? Well, now, I don't rightly then know. And since he I... was whipsawed into this, maybe he'd better just hit the trail for Frisco. Alone and fast. Hark! I call the world to witness what a noble heart beats here. I thank you, me noble friend. But as for Rance Doxy, the whole range is going to hear about but this. But you can't go gunning for him, Hawk. He didn't kill Chuckaluck, and he sent one of his riders to save him. Sure, he wanted Chuck alive so he could tell this darn story. And to think it, I nearly believed it. Hawk, I guess I was loco. Can you forgive me? Sure, brothers. You tried your best to believe in me. I guess I didn't help you any. Well, then we're, we're still partners? Sure, we're partners. Ryan and Tyden. Well, then it's all right. Well, then, as Crane might say, all's well that ends well. It's a mighty wide loop that Hawk Larrabee throws. But it's all well that ends well as the old saying goes. In just a moment, we'll tell you about next week's story. Ride no pain and leave no ball. Gonna quit work this coming fall. Gonna quit work and collect my roll. Going in the hills and look for gold. Gonna get married, I swear I will. Gonna settle down on the Santa Fe Trail. Ride no pain, Ride no pain. and leave no ball. Getting money tired of a cowboy's life. Gonna settle down and get me a wife. Way out west where the sun shines every day. Gonna get me a herd and run me a brand away out there where a man's a man, riding old paint and a leading old ball. 
Ride no pain and lead no ball. Gonna quit work this coming fall. Gonna quit work and collect my roll. Going in the hills and look for gold. Gonna get married, I swear I will. Gonna settle down on the Santa Fe Trail. Ride no pain. Ride no pain. And lead no ball. Ride no pain and lead no ball. Gonna quit work this coming fall. Gonna quit work and collect my roll. Going in the hills and look for gold. Gonna get married. Each week at this time, we invite you to ride into the West with Hawk Larrabee. Starring Elliot Lewis with Barton Yarborough, produced and directed by William N. Robeson, and written by Kenneth Perkins and E. Jack Newman, with vocal interludes by Andy Parker and the Plainsman. Next week, at this same time, Hawk Larrabee rides your way again with another exciting adventure, Stampede. So be back with us next week when... The Hawk is on the wing. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. We shot them up good and we locked them up tight. And if they don't get loose, that'll hold them for tonight. Come a tie, yippee, 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 yippee